now says the Supreme Court of the United States that it will hear a case that could remove a woman's right to control her own body. Dobbs v. Jackson, Mississippi Women's Health Organization. It tests a state law that bans almost all efforts to end a pregnancy after 15 weeks, including pregnancies resulting from incest or rape. Legally, the issue is fetal viability. When does what is inside a woman become a person with rights under the law? You would think we would have impaneled experts on a special commission by now to see what the science says, right? But we don't seem to have the intellectual curiosity about this issue because it's not really about science. It has become a culture war. It's a political lever to use as a distraction from policy and solving problems to allow people to get up in their religion and their righteousness over any sense of what science suggests. Though medical capabilities may be moving the point of viability well short of what it was assumed to be in 1973 with Roe v. Wade. So you'd think some of the proponents of harsher measures would want the science involved. Most Americans want the court to uphold Roe v. Wade, which found women have liberty over their own body as a right to privacy, a privacy right under the 14th Amendment. 62 uphold, 24 overturn. But again, it's not about science or consensus. It's about dividing lines, legislating to the far right, white fright vote, flooding the zone with 536 bills that abridge a woman's right to control her own body in 46 states. It's just like voting rights in one way. You see, it seems like the far right only cares about protecting humans before they are born. Welcome back. Little Joe's conservative corner. That was Fredo Cuomo trying to compare abortion to voting rights, ultimately. (laughs) I mean, he's just dumb, like his brother. They're both just dumb. Uh, I don't know how you could even try to make that a comparison. I guess maybe him and his network decided they wanted to get that cheap shot in there uh, to point out to their viewers. I don't even know how many viewers CNN has left at this point, but last time I checked their ratings, it was down something ridiculous, like 95%. So, I mean, who are they talking to themselves or, or just a few of the extremists that actually believe what they say is fact instead of fiction? It's like story time for idiots. You know, you sit there, you listen to the story and you're all excited about it, but in actuality, none of it's true. There's no fact or basis for anything that they say. They don't even look into anything. The polls that they give you are more than skewed. They only poll the people that watch their program. So when you hear such a drastic number like 64% of people in America agree with women's abortion, it's it's blatantly false. You know, it's selective polling. You po- you polled the people that you want to get the answer that you want so you could put it out on your TV program and try to make it look like you're in line with what America wants today. When in actuality, You guys are so off basis, it's ridiculous. But I do really like how he tried to sneak in the whole voter ID thing. Voter ID, something that anybody can acquire. It doesn't hurt anybody to do it. You're not taking anybody's life by doing it. You're just simply proving that you are who you say you are. And it's not a big deal to go get an ID. And I don't even know why that's taboo either. But it's certainly not ending somebody's life like abortion is. So I don't understand the comparison between the two of them. Uh, Abortion, you're either pro-life 
or you're pro-choice. Very rare are there people in between. You may find one here or there, like a needle in a haystack, but it's either one way or the other. I personally am pro-life. I don't see it their way. He also pointed out in there he wanted to make sure that he threw in uh, through incest and through rape, and I've done multiple shows where I've gone over statistics on abortions. I just did one not too long ago. And as far as rapes and incest, it's less than 1% of abortions. So that means at least 99% of abortions are by choice. And I don't have the paperwork in front of me, but when I went over it, going back since abortions began, I want to say, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, 60 million abortions up to date from when it started over the course of maybe 50 years. Uh, That's 60 million lives that have been lost. Imagine how impactful it is that a life is not here. For example, Steve Jobs was almost aborted. So if you're a big tech geek and you like your Apple products and everything, Steve Jobs, if his mother made the decision to abort him at 23 years old, you wouldn't have had any of that. Oprah Winfrey was another person almost aborted. And had she had been aborted, look at the impact she has made on society. Whether you view her positive or negative, that's not the point. The point is an influential person that had that great of an impact on society would have never been here to shape the culture the way it has turned out. So if we go back in time and look at all the babies that have been aborted, 60 million, how many people just got aborted that potentially could have done something great in this world that we will never know? So for me, I'm pro-life. For Cuomo, comparing voting rights to abortion is irresponsible idiotic, but expected from somebody as dumb as Fredo. Now, did anybody see the Oscars? (laughs) Does anybody care? (laughs) Yeah, I know I don't. I never watched the shows even before they were ridiculously political because you're just watching a whole bunch of rich, entitled celebrities pat each other on the back and say what a great job that they did. So I, I never saw the appeal to watching it myself, but if you did see the Oscars or if you didn't, if you did see them, you may actually be in the minority this time. You're definitely not the majority. Brett Bart put a story out, Disney feels hard impact of disastrous Oscar ratings as ABC faces advertiser uncertainty. In the article, millions of Americans who have grown weary of the left-wing lectures from celebrities decided against watching this year's Academy Awards, helping to send ratings for ABC's telecast plummeting to their lowest level in modern history. Now the Walt Disney Co., which owns ABC, is acknowledging the hard impact the disastrous broadcast has had on the company. We were seeing a hard impact on the performance this year of Oscars, given the reality of movies in the theaters and the movie-going audience being able to actually see all of those movies, said Rita Ferrero. The 93rd Academy Awards telecast on ABC drew just 10.4 million viewers, a drop of more than 50% from the previous year's record low. The annual broadcast has seen its viewership decline steadily since 2014 when it attracted 43.7 million viewers. 
The ratings collapse could hurt Disney's ability to command top dollar from advertisers on Hollywood's biggest night. Deadline reported ABC is asking advertisers to pay $2 million and more for a 30-second commercial on Oscar night. Disney has reportedly suggested that all corporate sponsorships will be reviewed. There is no question that we will look at all of the sponsorships across all of our businesses going forward and make sure that they reflect the potential and the audience and the impact that they drive, Ferrero said. But live continues to be an important strategy for us. The past several days have proven to be turbulent for Disney. Last week, the company reported disappointing quarterly results with subscriptions for its Disney Plus streaming service falling below Wall Street expectations. The news caused Disney's stock to sink 4%. The company is still dealing with the fallout from the revelation of its promoted critical race theory to its employees, encouraging them to strive for equity or the equality of outcome and to reflect on America's racist infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> go woke, go broke. <laughs> Sorry, Disney, RIP. I loved you in the good years. Lately, you're just as bad as the rest of them. Yeah, maybe even worse because you have a bigger audience to appeal to, so it might even be worse. So Disney's down from what they say in this article from 43.7 million to 10.4 million. They're down more than 75% of their viewership in just a short seven years. You think that they would really pay attention to that and take notice that America ain't having it. We're not interested in listening to woke celebrities lecture us on how we need to live our lives. That should also be like a red flag warning to all companies that if we're able to have this much impact on Disney, a conglomerate that size that any company can be taken down. You keep pulling this nonsense, we'll stop paying attention, we'll stop buying your products, we'll cancel our services, we'll do the whole boycott thing if that's what's necessary to save America, and you can be taken down. All these companies better start waking up. I saw a report, I don't remember if it was on the Washington Examiner, or if I was on the Blaze, or possibly uh, the Epoch Times, or where I was, but... Uh, I saw the NBA's TV ratings are down 45% since 2011. I mean, you're, they're bleeding viewership, all of them, because of all this nonsense, woke bullcrap they're trying to impose on us every time we want to watch something. You know, it used to be sports was the place to go to to get away from politics. Now sports is not only just like everybody else, they might even be worse you just can't even sit there and enjoy the games no more. And I'm certainly not going to sit there and support something that is anti-American. When you don't stand up for the flag, it's anti-American. When you, when you are supporting organizations like Black Lives Matter, you are anti-American. Just like all the fools in D.C. and around the globe and all of our media outlets that are supporting Palestine, you are anti-American. You're supporting a terrorist organization that started the fight with Israel, trying to destroy them, innocent men, women, and children, and everybody's getting mad that Israel's protecting itself. Well, not everybody. Just the extreme left, the fools in Washington, and of course, mainstream media, they're going 
crazy because they're just an arm of the left. So they're going to say whatever they feel like they need to say to stay in their good graces, to stay in the left's good graces. So Disney, you might want to rethink your position. You may want to knock it off with your critical race theory, which should be critical racist theory, because all you're doing is promoting racism. You're teaching people to hate white people. We are literally living on another planet. When people think it's okay to implement stuff like that, put it in your schools, that we're trying to make people more racist and divide the country. But that's what the left does. Again, I'm going to say it again. I I know it's like I'm beating a dead horse here. Divide and conquer. That's where they're at. Now, for another idiot that works for the left, according to the Washington Examiner, Dr. Fraudchi admits he wore a mask for optics, didn't want to look like I was giving mixed signals. Dr. Anthony Fauci admitted his use of a mask indoor, despite being fully vaccinated, was for optics purposes. I didn't want to look like I was giving mixed signals, but being a fully vaccinated person, the chances of me getting infected in an indoor settings is extremely low, Fauci said during an appearance on ABC Tuesday. And that's the reason why indoor settings now, I feel comfortable about not wearing a mask because I'm fully vaccinated. Fauci also was out this week saying that within a year, you're going to need a booster shot because the uh, vaccine only protects you from five different strains of COVID and it's only going to last about six months. So you're going to have to take a shot every year. Does that sound familiar to anybody? There's another shot. I'm trying to think what it is. There's another shot that you got to get every year if you want to avoid getting sick. What was the uh, what's the name of that shot? Oh, yo, yeah, that's right. It, it's a flu shot. <laughs> you know, the, the flu, like the one that disappeared. You got to get that shot every year too if you want it. And it's one of the least effective shots that we give on a good year, on one of the best years. It's only 50 to 60% effective. On an average year, it's around... 30 to 40% effective. And on the low end, I think we had a year where it was about 10% effective. So taking that shot is about as useless as taking a COVID booster shot. I'm sure if they're saying now, remember, they're saying there's over 200 variances of the virus out there now. If it's only protecting you from five, well, what about the other 195? Let's just scare the hell out of everybody. Let's just keep saying you're going to need boosters and possibly we're going to work it out where there's another vaccine in place and we're just going to keep you guys so scared to do anything. And in the meantime, we're going to act like dictators and stay fully in charge and control of your lives. We're going to strip you of, you know, know that thing you're supposed to have, freedom? Yeah. In the blue states, so far, California... You, they're not releasing their mask mandate until June 15th. I don't know what's so special about June 15th, but that's when they decided to do it. Now, in New Jersey, they're doing about the same thing. And New Jersey has also said that they just need, the governor needs time to digest the, what the CDC has said. He needs time to, to think about it because he's a little confused on how do you know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't? So when a place like Publix, I don't even know if there's any Publix in Jerseys, but I'm just you know, making a point here, a place like Publix opens up and says, you can come in without a mask as long as you've been fully vaccinated. Well, the governor doesn't understand how do I know that person's been vaccinated? Are you trying to push for a passport? Because that certainly seems to be where you're going with that. Okay, I know all of you people want that very badly because it's just another form of control. 
you're going to try to force people to take something that they don't want to take. You know, we talked about abortion in the beginning. Okay. If it's your choice to literally end a life, then it should certainly be my choice to not wear a mask. I'm just going to, I know, I know it's crazy because I'm not actually killing anybody. Okay. So I don't, you actually are killing a life. I'm not killing anybody by not wearing a mask. And it's my choice, right? You know, isn't that what, what it's supposed to come down to for everybody that's uh, pro-choice? Well, then shouldn't it be my choice? Oh, but wait, let me, let me guess. Your argument will be that I could possibly infect somebody else and they could die. Well, there's a chance of death anywhere at any time. You could die in an auto accident today. You could have a heart attack. You can get a brain aneurysm. You know, you can get cancer and die. You could drown. You can get set on fire. You can catch a stray bullet. You know, like in Chicago, I'm sure it'd be easy to catch a stray bullet over there because Lori Lightfoot's doing such a great job. Uh, anything. You can get killed by an illegal alien. You know, you can get run over by a drunk driver. There's risk in everything. So what are we, we going to do? Lock ourselves away? We're going to hide from everything? Huh? So if I don't want to wear my mask, there's no certainty of death. But with abortion, it's dead serious. It's death, guaranteed, every time. So, circling back, <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> Saki, Fauci admitted that what he was doing on TV was for show. I would like to point out that if you ever think that these people are not lying to you, he just openly admitted that he was fooling you, he tricked you. So if you ever believed Fauci or you think that he's giving you the real answer every single time, that should right there make you leery of anything that he says. He's just doing it for show. Well, if you're just doing that for show, what else would you do not just for show, but let's say for something a little greener like money? Would you just say whatever the left wanted you to say? Especially if there's big players involved that are part of some of these organizations that are making these vaccines? Could that be a deciding factor? Would you be willing to say what you need to say to help support them financially? Or maybe you got your hand in the pot a little bit too. I don't trust Fauci. I never did. Every time these people say they're following the science, they're lying to you because the left is hypocrites. AOC, fully vaccinated, but yet still says she's going to wear a mask. Or how about Nancy Pelosi? Most of them are vaccinated. And like Fauci just said, his chance of getting it indoor is extremely low. So why are they continuing to wear masks on the floor in the house? You see, they don't follow the science themselves, but they certainly expect you to. Because one thing about all these political leaders, and there's a little bit on both aisles, I'm sure there's some decent, well, Democrats, I don't know about that, but there are still some decent Republicans. They think they know what's best for you. They think that they're in a position where they can tell you how to live your life. Even if you don't want to live it that way, they know better. This is the way they feel. This is the empowerment they have. And when they're seeing how easy it is to manipulate people through news media outlets, through people like Dr. Fauci, admittingly putting on a show, wearing a mask, just to get you to wear the mask. It's dangerous. It's scary. And hopefully it wakes a lot of people up so they understand the game that's being played before it's too late. Well, it's Friday. I hope you're enjoying your Friday so far. If it's early in the morning and you're just hearing this, you got the day ahead of you. If you're listening to it after work, you're probably getting ready to party one way or the other. I hope you enjoy your Friday and your weekend. 
If you like what you're hearing, please tell some people about me. You can also catch my podcast on Buzzsprout, uh, Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N, at Gab at Little Joe's Corner, Clout Hub at Little Joe's CC, and Parlor. if you want to go in online. The app still is not working, and online's a little bit funky right now. I'm at Joe Little. Uh, otherwise, have a wonderful weekend. See you on Tuesday. Oh, 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 oh,